The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning. Welcome to Summer County Spotlight. Your host, Jeff Shannon, right here. And we have another great show lined up. And, you know, we have a a big event coming up here, well, tonight, actually. But we have uh, some, some talent here in the studio this morning. And we got three individuals that are pretty impressive and i want to introduce let's say we got thornton klein here we got lacey carpenter and singer songwriter famous dude billy gaines here and we're going to be talking with all three of them through the show right here but thornton i wanted to to kind of back up with maybe how you and lacey kind of got together here and you wrote this song that is really making some headway i mean i've seen crazy movement on these charts and of course you're y'all are great about posting it let everybody know what's going on and so maybe we can do a rundown of how did this song come about how did you create it let's talk about you know your background who you are where you live and how how come you're doing this <laughs> well first of all it's an honor to be here today thank you thank you for inviting us all and uh, i met lacy lacy met me we weren't really supposed to meet each other at all true true story i was uh, working with a writer artist writer from canada at ascap Surprise, surprise. She said, uh, somebody's going to be joining us today, a third a third person, third person as a co-writer. And I <laughs> never seen her in my life. I didn't know her or anything. So she comes and joins us, and we start writing a song. The first song, No Offense or Anything, wasn't the most spectacular song we ever oh, wrote. Yeah. <laughs> we wrote many other songs, but that was the one. And, uh, and, and I'm excited that Billy will be performing our song this evening at the uh, Freedom Fest yeah. coming up, 845, I believe it is. So. Well, I got once you hear this, song you're hooked to it so i know my wife when she found out you were going to be coming on she could not stop listening to it you know it was just one of those things and that's when you know it clicks you know some people say well i get if i get chili bumps that's that's saying something but if you have to listen to it over and over again it, it's great asset to, to have that so you met and you kind of started collabing a little bit and so how did this song transform into what it is well it's it's a story i it was 5.30 in the morning, a few, Just I feel like it's just a few weeks ago, really, and Ukraine was really weighing on my mind and my mm. shoulders. My whole body was just weighing down with all that was happening in the world, specifically with Ukraine, and I woke up with these words. Wow. Like, I'm just a vessel. I mean, may it be God, some power, some divine source, whatever you believe or not believe in was running through me and these words came out as quickly as taking a breath and when I was done I I actually I sent them to my mom first and I was like is this did I write this because <laughs> like, I couldn't remember I was going I, I'm not sure if I wrote this or maybe I'm remembering a great song by somebody else and she goes no I think you actually wrote this <laughs> I like it and I so I sent it to Thornton and 
he goes, can can I write the music for this? I went, have at it. <laughs> Please. <laughs> and he comes back about, I don't even know, maybe two and a half hours, three hours later with this gorgeous music and melody. And I said, we have to put this out now. Mm-hmm. We have to find an artist today. Right. And yeah. within, I, I don't know, maybe a week, we... <laughs> <laughs> we're like Billy, Billy. yes, and <laughs> Billy said yes within a week, I believe, and and magic, as we call it, as Thornton and I call it, the the perfect storm happened. Right. Well, I mean, it's amazing how this comes about. Uh, and now, as as a writer, where's your favorite place to write? I mean, do you have like a corner, or just it just comes to you? It just comes to me. I like to write in an empty hallway, just anything empty, anything silent, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes outside. If it's raining, I'll turn off all the lights. I'll put plug in my guitar into my amplifier and just allow it to go shh, that static, yeah, that yeah, white noise, yeah. and stare at that red light, and then magic happens. Right. Maybe I get into the heads of like Stephen Sondheim or something. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. <laughs> I hope. Maybe I wish. <laughs> um, so you play a lot of instruments. You're, you're I do. actually. I, I see you're a classic violinist. I am. I was classically trained. I played in twelve symphonies, and I'm also a world champion fiddler because um, I went into many different genres. But my my heart is just with music in general. Sure. Did you ever battle it out with Tim Watson? Oh gosh. <laughs> If he's listening to this, Tim, <laughs> let's battle. <laughs> but see, he, he quit doing his big jump, so maybe you can start doing that. I, You know, if you go onto YouTube, you will see me doing my big fiddle jumps and everything. Oh, okay, <laughs> look that up. YouTube, right? And YouTube, you, yes. Check out YouTube. I got to look for Lacey Carpenter there. And so you play many instruments. I do. Now, what is what seems to be your favorite instrument? Oh, violin by far. Yeah. Maybe um, for writing songs. For if you're writing putting songs, down a song. You know, whatever the lyric calls for, I'll go to that instrument. Mm-hmm. Whether it's guitar, whether it's piano, ukulele, sometimes it's violin, and sometimes it's just voice, because the voice is an instrument. Now, I will say Billy is by far one of the greatest vocalists, artists that, you know, ever lived. <laughs> I'm not to that point yet. To me, whatever the lyric calls for is whatever the instrument I'm drawn to mm-hmm. spiritually. Well, that, that that totally works. You got a lot of tracks out and about all, all over the world and books and I do, yes. You've just been keeping busy. I try. I try, <laughs> but I'm I'm thankful that I have a great team and Thornton and I work a lot together and have many other co writers and just I have a of an incredible just base of people and family that support me and I think that's very important to have. Did you have any other uh, songs that kind of hit big yet? Yes, actually. I um, the, the first song that ever hit number one was called My Lucky Song. I also co-wrote that with Thornton by a new pop artist uh, making waves. Her name is Josie and J-O capital Z-I-E. <laughs> I've seen her popping um, up quite yes, a bit. She's, yeah. she's making waves. It's incredible. Uh, she, made, she was number one in the world indie charts as well as the year indie charts and she has another one out now called perfect enough that we also Mm co-wrote were you guys involved with talon david at all i thought i I saw something that one of you were involved i was uh, yeah i um worked with her we wrote three four songs together and she produced it she's a fine producer and artist and And she was at freedom fest uh, several years ago correct and 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 her spell has talent so Mm -hmm. and she's she's just multi-talented with her voice her got a unique voice really Mm -hmm cool unique voice and uh radio seems to really like her voice so and we love her voice yes so we that's, do <laughs> that's good uh, so Lacey, now where are you where are you from originally 
I'm from Tyler, Texas. All right. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll let you have that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just say, I'm from Texas. <laughs> Texas. T for Texas, T for Tennessee. Yeah. Well, a good friend of mine, Dave Ennis, uh, used to play with Restless Heart, keyboardist for them. He relocated back to Texas. I miss him. You know, he yeah. said, well, I'm going back there, and you know, but Texas is a good spot. Oh, it is. It's yeah. wonderful. I'm glad I'm here, though. <laughs> well, and we're glad you're here. We appreciate that. So, um, Thornton, now, look, I've been hearing about you for years, and we had talked, I don't know, many months ago about, you know, trying to get you in and talking about this, but even then, since then, you come up with this song. This thing is hammering out big time. In fact, all over the world. Four weeks, uh, four weeks at number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll take that. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> a little background on yourself. You just started doing this a few well, weeks ago. Well, I started. Yes, I. Uh, my mom. My mom uh, got me into playing the piano at five, and I started making up little ditties. And my parents thought I was goofing off, messing around. I should be sticking with the program, staying with the program. Little did they know that I would be writing songs today, that songs that have been recorded and performed all over the world and everything. And I am classically trained uh, in at colleges, Eastman School of Music and Virginia Commonwealth University, which uh, Billy, Billy and I went to school. We didn't know each other at the time mm-hmm. when we went mm-hmm. to the same school, but. Uh, it was really hard thing. I always wanted to want to write commercially and write uh, hit songs or great songs, but it was so hard to break and learn break the classical tradition of the classical music, and I had to break out of that. And it took a long time. Nothing offensive about the classical classical world is great. The music's great too. I just just didn't fit for me to want to, to write great songs, great commercial well, universal songs. So. Well, you've got fifteen hundred published, so I, I think you've been a little busy. I have been over the years, <laughs> <laughs> but you know. Uh, uh, Dolly Parton writes this, what three songs a day, mm-hmm. which I always admire. I'm one of I'm her, one of her big fans, and she's a mentor. And I think someone uh, told me she has between what six and nine thousand songs that she's written, something like wow. that. So she she writes. She says it's as easy as as cooking up a meal, you know, in the kitchen. So. Well, I mean, if it comes that way, I mean, it's incredible, you know, because I think as a songwriter, and and I said this the the other night, I am just so impressed with how a songwriter can take these words and make you feel something, I and mean, that that's really what it's about. It's what how it makes you feel and and how people relate to it. But it you know it doesn't have to be country because a lot of people say well, if you're in the country genre, it it's telling a story about your life. Which it kind of does, and that's what music does. It tells a story, and if you can get a great storyline, man, it's it's just going to relate to so many people and how they attach to it. Well, but we I, like to we like to write um, songs. People will ask us what kind of genres we write, and Lacey and I, and I'm sure Billy Billy's the same way. We try to write songs that we just think are from the heart and move people in a positive way. And and they're great songs. Hopefully, they'll be accepted as great songs, and they'll move people. Yeah. Um, and that's we don't really like to be pinned down to actual labels ourselves. We like to write songs that may cross different charts and genres. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking so. of that, I mean, gosh, you've written songs for Engelbert, Gloria Gaynor, Gary Puckett, and the Union Gap, right? Yeah, the you. Oh, you got to have the gap yeah, in there. The gap in there. <laughs> <laughs> but how many uh, how many other folks have you picked up your songs? Well, about at least 150. I, I've kind of lost track, but yeah. I mean. Yeah. Different Different people that have recorded. I'm, I'm very honored. 
honored and you know they do continue to just as as billy you know recorded our song we're just totally honored right so lacy anybody uh anybody big you've written for yet billy well Well, i will have to say i i mean i don't mean to sound i am the youngest in the room (laughs) 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 Uh, some of these people i I love engelbert and 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 gloria but they're you know i'm only 25 (laughs) so um i'm working on my my whole list of people that will pick up my songs but through this song i know that other people will be picking up my songs soon so i always wondered did you see an artist out there and you go i'm gonna write a song just for that because this this just fits for that person no you know what i mean like you feel (laughs) that this this would be their song the way they phrase the way they the the biggest thing that i ever ever did was when i was nine years old i saw burt Bacharach in concert Mm. my mom got tickets someone actually gave her those tickets and i was in awe of him and i said i screamed out i'm gonna be you when i grow up and people moved away from me and you know security but, security yeah, exactly security this crazy nine-year-old um and we ended, up- we ended up interviewing bert for the book that we wrote called a profile of a hit songwriter and oh. he remembered the little girl who screamed out that is amazing and that i mean what a just incredible thought that he remembered and he remembered everything because it was in tyler texas and he remembered that was tyler texas and all this thing all the all of the details of that day you you know honestly i just i see a person on stage and i go i want to write like that not really write for that person Mm -hmm. but i want to write like whoever that song is and I mean, it can be anywhere from Carol King to Rodgers and Hammerstein. You know, oh, yeah. you you name it. I w- I want to grab hold of that genius. Yeah. And somehow emulate it into my way of saying what I feel and what I feel like other people can't say. So I just put it out into the world. Well, I mean, that's pretty impressive. We're going to take a break real quick. We were talking with uh, Lacey Carpenter, Thornton Klein, and we're getting ready to talk with. Mr. Billy Gaines, coming up <laughs> right here on Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. And welcome back to Summer County Spotlight on this Sunday morning, right here with Jeff Shannon. And as always, we try to bring you, you know, inspiring guests and people that have a story. And of course, they're right here in Sumner County and the, the surrounding area. And, you know, we have Billy Gaines, that an, an artist that if you haven't heard of him yet, which I'm surprised that you haven't, because he had seven number one radio singles, two Dove Awards. He's sought after studio vocalist, and he has performed with, the, I mean, the list is just amazing. You know, Amy Grant, uh, People Bryce, and Vanessa Williams, and, you know, it just goes on and on. And I see that uh, you soared the uh, number two on the BET video charts. So you had your own video out there. Yes. Look, this guy. Look at <laughs> So, I mean, it's just amazing that the success that you're having now, isn't it crazy how the business is? It is. All of a sudden, you know. Get, tell everybody your background. Well, I'm from Richmond, Virginia, and moved to Nashville uh, in 1984, and got here, and, you know, it's a long story of how it all happened, but it ended up, well, I mean, I guess the... The astonishing thing right here, I have to tell this story because it's very important. The very first day that we arrived in town, we went down to Cornelia's bookstore to sing. Well, we went there not to sing, but when we got there, they asked us if we had a track. So we get there. We're on, it's live on WNAZ. 
So we finished singing, and then this lady named Susanna Ryan Wilson comes breaking in the front door. She said, you guys are the voices I've been looking for. So one week later, we're recording this song called Love is a Reason. Well, that song was actually the song. I mean, think of it was one week after being in town. Yeah. That song got us our first record deal. And the co-writer on that song is none other than Thornton Klein. Get out. Really? Yes. So when we, look, when we look back around now, 30-some years yeah. later, and all of a sudden, I'm on the radio again. <laughs> guess who? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I so, guess well, it, it's a good to have that. Look at you, you came about. It's an amazing story. Yeah, so Thornton's uh, yeah. keeping a little busy doing these things. But, but Billy, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, the people that you've sang with and your voice, I mean, it's just amazing. Well, thank you. So on the on the Dove Awards, I mean, that's that's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. You get a Dove. I mean, you, yeah. you got a room left on your shelves yet? Um. <laughs> I only have two, so <laughs> plenty, plenty of room. <laughs> well, we got plenty of time. Yeah, we got plenty of time left. They, oh, they just got inspired. Another song coming. All right. Plenty of time, yeah. <laughs> um, so who else have you performed with that people would know? Uh, well, I got my start with Danny Bell Hall, and she was the lead singer of Andre Crouch and the Disciples. And she's, I guess her biggest song with him was Take Me Back. And then she was known well for her uh, Go to the Rock that she recorded, and then, you know, Whitney Houston recorded that after she recorded. And that song was written by Dottie Rambo, so, yeah. She could write a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no question about it. Wow. That's that's incredible. The song that we're talking about, uh, There Will Come a Day, this has really made some people sit up and go, say what? Yeah. And it's done so incredibly well. Uh, so what what's the history? And I, we talked a little bit about it before with Lacey and Thornton here. Mm-hmm. So the inspiration for this song, Lacey, was just like, you just felt that it was the right time to come up with something yeah the right time and just i woke up with these lyrics Mm -hmm. and when the world is going through turmoil or happiness you know that's when the best songs come out Mm -hmm. uh the words just flow and i'm very honored to be the vessel of this of these words of this statement and in this time when I believe, I hope, right. I hope the world, when they listen to this, they go, wow, you know, we we need to smile more. Yeah. We need to be kind. We need to understand that love is the way to go, not hate. And when there's more love, peace happens. Mm-hmm. So break down your process, like how, how this formulated, and it's probably hard to remember because it just, I'm sure it just happens that quick to you. It just happens. I have no formula. <laughs> God, that's amazing. How could people do that? It'll take me two weeks to write one sentence. I, I come up with you know. So as it started coming into your into your head, and you just felt that this was the right time, and then you got Thornton involved, and he came up with this incredible music for it. As a songwriter and musician yourself, how do you go about like taking those words and saying, you know, it just feels like this. Well, I certainly felt them on that day, that morning. Mm-hmm. She sent them. I sat now, down. Did she send you a, a, like a demo of her singing it? No. Or she just, just sent me the, the, words. the words. Can you believe it? Yeah, just wow. the words on paper. And wow. there really wasn't much to change. It was, I don't think anything was changed. I think all the lyrics were just there. It's like God calling. Right. <laughs> and yeah. all of a sudden, um, and so I sat at my baby grand piano, which my aunt gave me, by the way, mm-hmm. from Memphis. It's beautiful, beautiful ebony piano. And I've written like 20 songs on it. And I just sat down and 
started coming to me. I, I can't explain. It's a mystery, you know. And obviously, we're receptors and we're listening to what's being sent to us. Sure. But so as I, as you got this done, you think I, th- I think this sounds great. Was was Lacey? Were you there at the same time, or did he just do it and then send it over to you? And you went what? He sent it over to me. I actually had the day off, and because um, you know we have to work like eight different jobs around here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I had the day off, and I'm so happy that I had the day off. And he sent it to me within like I said two two and a half three hours and I said this is perfection wow and I mean and he knows I never say that and (laughs) and I said immediately let us figure out who's going to sing it and you know I was I was like well what about Billy and he goes yes and magic Wow. wow Like I said, the perfect storm. <laughs> well, you know, and I think it's—I think people are—they're unaware of how something like this goes. Now, a lot of great songs. I mean, you know, monumental songs have probably been written in five or ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It just comes to you, and you're in a restaurant, a paper napkin. You start writing it down, and then everything just comes together that quick. And I think people think, well, gosh, it takes months and months. You know, way back in the day, recording was a lot more difficult. So it took you a lot longer. Now, with the the digital and everything else, it's uh, incredible how fast we can put things together and make them sound incredible right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but taking the you know this this great song and so how was it that you you came about to determine what kind of instruments were going to be into this uh, into this project? Well, first of all, the song must have been really really great <laughs> that day because I sang it with my voice and Lacey knows that, that I don't sing. <laughs> she can tell you that everybody can tell me I don't sing, but I was able to deliver that on a rough recording uh-huh. to send over to her. So, like I say, she must have really heard something I mean, there, and uh, it jumped out at me too because I'm not fooling myself. I've been writing for a long, long time. And I know when I write bad songs or average yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't show them to people. Right, right. <laughs> you know, but when one comes along that's really super, super special, I jumped on that. And wow. um, then we, I believe, then we took it to the producer, right? And everything like that. Right. I believe. Well, you, well, you said I did. I took it to the producer. Yeah. Okay. And he um, started he, he made field. a recording yeah. of it. He's, right. he's a really famous guy, too. He's had yeah. a lot of hits. Well, it's good to have famous dudes on your yeah. project. Yeah. His name is Ted, Ted Perlman. So. Oh, yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so um, then, then uh, Billy, I guess, got a rough recording of it of me singing right isn't that right something like mm-hmm. that yep you, i got the rough so you were able to hear it off of <laughs> like well, i said again but my see, vocals that's how good it is i mean if you, if you hear greatness coming off of oh, yeah. you know Out something that's not real, real mediocre vocals wow. see, you can hear a great song no, no matter who's singing it sure you really can. so billy what was you when you i just couldn't imagine going into the booth for the first time you're getting ready to lay this track down and you're going how many times did you have to take you know it wasn't really that many how many how many takes you think i took i mean how many it wasn't that maybe a couple well, I don't know. It, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't many. I don't, it, it really kind of just happened. Yeah, and you—that's the best way I can put it. You know yeah, man, it was just—it just flowed. So if you all, find you, you know? getting into a zone. I mean, once you lock into this song yeah. and you start feeling it, and you're you're envision stuff, and I think that's why a, a lot of uh, vocalists sing with their eyes closed because you you're feeling it and living this song you know what i mean and then mm-hmm. you, you it just comes out and you have this greatness you know so i, I just could imagine laying it down and then after you've done this several times and you sit down and you go you know what i think we got it that had to been feel just incredible yeah it was incredible it really was now were you all there when when he laid this down unfortunately i was not able to okay. be there so when you first heard the finished mastered product you had to be like oh i cried i cried (laughs) (laughs) i was like he took my words 
and the melody, the music that Thornton wrote uh, wrote with that, and just it it brought it to life completely, completely well, brought every single thing that I wanted to say to life. Well, that's an, an amazing. So the song is called There Will Come a Day. Now, this was released worldwide on, um, what is the label, Sentintel? Clientel. Clientel. I knew that. I was just testing you. Uh, it's major, major distributed. I have a um, company that I signed with back in November of last year. Um, they're called Real Music Works, and they're located in Los Angeles mm-hmm. and Nashville and all over the world in Sydney Sydney, and Johannesburg and Toronto. And they handle all my administration and release and everything like that. So it's a major... Well, this yeah, and, and this song is almost—I guess you can consider it possibly uh, in the in the future. Its legacy would be like an anthem. Well, well we hope so. Yes. We, we hope so. We, um, yeah. It was released um, April third. It was the timing was couldn't have been any more perfect. Wow. We always want we always want wars wow. to be over. We want <laughs> sure. wars to be over and yeah. like that. And we were hoping that at least the song would be out there, right. you know. But we always want. I want peace always, and I don't want to see wars and everything that. Right. And, and it's devastating, you know, what's been going on in Ukraine sure. and everything. So, well, I mean, people like people related. Well, you know what? We're sitting here talking about it. Let's take a listen, all right? We're going to listen to Billy Gaines, and there will come a day, right here. There will come a day, there will come a day. Can't afford to riot, can't afford to fight. Gas is so high, I can't get groceries tonight. There's a war going on, freedom's to pay, taking away our rights. There will come a day People will come together People will want to be the change People will break the rules So the world will rearrange People will see Start being right. People will learn to love again. Peace will come in the dark of the night. Give the world ammunition It heightens ambitions And lowers commissions There's a war going on Freedom's to pay It's all a competition But there will come a day Dark and the dark of the night. night. There will come a day. There will come a day. 
There Will Come a Day, a song written by Lacey Carpenter and Thornton Klein. Man, you guys, you jammed it up. I mean, you got number ones going on this thing. It's 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 all over the charts. Uh, you're going to be at Freedom Festival tonight, Billy, and uh, I think you're going to make a, a lot of new fans. Well, I hope so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, but more than anything, I just, I love this song. And, you know, for me, I guess the most important lines in the song for me are... People will see through darkness and people will learn to love again because love is the fundamental thing that uh, uh, if you love someone, you can't harm them because love does neighbor no harm so well you're making some appearances uh, there's gonna be a huge crowd uh, here at freedom festival so it's uh, it's gonna be a great audience for you to put this anthem out there and mm-hmm. you know i just uh, appreciate you taking the time to do this because i know you're gonna be getting really really busy <laughs> well it's an honor for me to be here and, well, thank, and thank you. you for that by the way absolutely my honor and my pleasure yeah, yeah. billy Gaines, right there we got thornton klein and lacy carpenter right here thank you for coming thank in thank you it's an honor thank you so much thank you appreciate it and this could be a great song you got to go check it out so this is jeff shannon we'll be right back with more of sumner county spotlight fnm bank presents sumner county spotlights since 1906 fnm bank has been serving middle tennessee with first class products and services visit them today at 221 indian lake boulevard in hendersonville or myfmbank.com well good morning uh, Sumner County Spotlight underway uh, for another Sunday. Of course, you can hear it each and every Sunday morning, 10 o'clock, right here at WHIN, sponsored by our good friends at FNM Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard, right here in Hendersonville. All right, July is uh, coming up upon us, and with all the celebrations going on, uh, different cities are doing uh, celebrations. Hendersonville's doing Freedom Fest. Gallatin's having their 4th of July celebration out there at Triple Creek Park. So I got a hold of the events coordinator out there, and her name is Jesse Nanto. Uh, Jesse's going to kind of fill us in on what to expect out there for the 4th of July activities. And Jesse, welcome to the studio. We got a lot to talk about. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Yes. Give a little background on yourself and uh, how you got involved in this project. So I love Galton. My mom owns a building on the square. We have renters, Honey and Suede. They're so cute. My fiance is a firefighter there. In Galton. I love, yes, in okay, Galton. Right. In the main station. I love Galton. We love all the things that go on with it. And one of our favorite places to go is Pelican Snowballs. And 
I, through talking to them, realized that I graduated from the same university as the owners, and they found out that I had a major in organizational communications. And so I, through talking with them, just kind of fell into helping plan their events. They do a lot of outreach with their, they have a mobile snowball truck. And Wait a minute, so there's a difference in snow cone and snowball. Okay, tell, tell apparently. Us what that is. <laughs> I didn't know that. I did not know that until I started. Um, so, I, you know, I work for them like, you know, three hours a week. I called it a snow cone and they're like, no, 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 it's a snowball. Apparently snow cones are like icier. Okay. And then the snowballs are like a softer, more shaved ice. I'm guessing. Interesting. I'm not sure. I really don't go in. Do they the last building. longer or something? <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know. about that. Okay. Now <laughs> I, I have a challenge. Better. <laughs> I got to find out what a snowball is. It's so definitely like a texture thing. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Yeah. Okay. So then you got that. And... Yeah. So I I volunteered to help, or I guess I fell into helping them plan their events. And they just asked me to look into some 4th of July festivals. And so, of course, you know, we're going to the Hendersonville one. I think that's July 3rd. July 3rd, yep. At Grange Creek Park. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then they asked me to reach out to, of course, the Gallatin Festival because their location is in Gallatin. And through making some phone calls and playing phone tag, it became clear that no one was planning the 4th of July festival for Gallatin and had kind of gotten overlooked and nobody (laughs) knew that it wasn't being planned, (laughs) which I have the personality that I like to plan stuff. I think it's fun and challenging. So I convinced Pelicans to sponsor it. And then I touched base with the mayor and offered to plan it. So, so Paige said, go girl. Yes. Oh, she was so funny, so sweet. <laughs> yeah. We had this great meeting that was probably 5% business. And then <laughs> the rest of it was just like laughing. She was so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So I've just been working with the Parks Department for Gallatin, Pelicans, Snowballs is the sponsor, um, the mayor's office, city planning, the fire department, the police department, all those things. I think it's pretty incredible you want to take this on because when you're dealing with all these different departments, now they've done this in the past. So, I mean, they, they kind of have a feel of, of how this thing is going to go and how it's going to run uh, because, you know, working traffic, getting people in and out mm-hmm. is always the main challenge. And of course, you know, they're, you're going to have the fire department there to do their duties. You're going to have the police department doing their duties. You're working with the parks department. You know, but it's great to have many meetings prior to that, I would yes. imagine. So you're, you're going to be meeting out. Yes. No, but everyone's been so sweet. Yeah, definitely everyone had a better idea of what was going on than me at first, but everyone's been sweet and helping me catch up. And I think now that I have an idea of what's going on, I think all the future years that I plan will definitely go a lot smoother. Everyone's just been so kind. Yeah, no, that's great. So with the fireworks uh, going up on July 4th mm-hmm. and... So tell us about how that day is going to go. It opens it. So it's on the actual 4th of July. We decided to keep it on the 4th of July, which is a Monday. And festivities start at 3 o'clock. So every year we kick it off. Our amazing fire department comes. And they bring truck one, which I'm biased because that's what my fiance (laughs) drives. (laughs) But truck one comes and they bring out the hose. And I ordered a 55-gallon drum of this like bubbly foam solution. Okay. And the fire department sprays it. And they create this mountain of foam. The kids love it. Yeah, that's always a hit. Oh, yeah. Total blast. So that kind of kicks off the event. So that starts at 3 o'clock. And set up during this whole time, we have 13 food trucks. 
and 10 vendors. And so parents can eat and just have fun while the kids playing the foam. I mean, I mean, I'll probably play in the foam. I sure. guess parents can play too. <laughs> and the park's right there. You know, Triple Creek Park is an amazing asset to the community. There's sure. so much there. And they have that new, big, beautiful, all-inclusive park. Um, so there's multiple playgrounds within this area. And yeah, people can just eat, hang out, have fun. We'll have a DJ with music playing. And I think it'll be a great time for the community. Well, I guess that here at WHIN, we're going to be streaming the music to go with the fireworks. Yes. So all you have to do is turn into 100.7 around that time. And so instead of being in the outlying areas, if you're not going to go in the park, you can turn on the, the radio 100.7 at that time. And you're going to not just see them, but now you're going to hear the music going off to the fireworks. People that we use, Pyro Show, they said it's like a coordinated choreographed uh, yeah. situation of the music and the fireworks. Yeah, they, they got some some cool technology with that so that they, you know, can go off as planned. You know, yeah. Hopefully. And we just, you know, trying to sync that, that's going to be the deal. But hey, you know, we've done this in the past, so it's, it's going to work out fine. Yeah. Now, so what does it take? I would imagine when you first took this on, whoa, <laughs> you, got a, you got a lot of information to ingest and then kind of formulate a plan. So how was that for you? Well, honestly, I wasn't too stressed about it. When we, uh, my mom bought this building on the square in Galton, um, right before COVID hit. And then she bought it, we were renovating. We, we both worked on it really hard. We hand scraped the walls, restoring it. I mean, we love this building, but COVID had hit and we couldn't find a renter. So to pay the mortgage, I just volunteered because I love planning things. Mm -hmm. I volunteered to host these pop-up markets. So every other weekend I would have between 12 and like 20 small businesses come set up you know, I'd do the whole show and then they'd pack out and leave. And so it was a lot of the same thing, just on a smaller scale. So you get the vendors in, you know, you coordinate the advertising, you get everything set up. Yeah. So I don't think I was super intimidated because I have done stuff like this before, but I think I was intimidated to work with the big departments. I wanted to make sure that I didn't let anyone down mm -hmm. or anything like that. <laughs> well, I guess you, you have that planner brain. Yeah. Let me tell you, I am not a planner. That's one thing that's not my strong suit. But if you got that that mindset and that, I mean, that just makes things, you put you into anything. You got a formula in your brain, you follow that and it's it's going to work. So, yeah, that's sweet. Well, yeah. kudos to you on that. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what other things have you done? As far as events go? Yeah. Well, I used to work seasonally for weddings. I was the maybe first assistant to several weddings for a really sweet wedding planner, and that was fun, but weddings probably weren't my favorite thing. It just is a lot of emotional pressure to, there's either the bride is upset or the mother of the bride is upset. <laughs> um, so I did some of those, and then I've always coordinated, since I was, I've always been involved in church, and so I've always helped plan those things. So when I was in youth, I helped coordinate all the youth events. When I was a new mom, I coordinated all of the moms' events and groups and stuff. So, so. just go to you. Yeah, yeah I, just, planner, <laughs> I just like to plan things, I think. <laughs> yeah, whenever I get that, take care of that, I go, I'm not a planner. It's not gonna come <laughs> off right, so <laughs> I'm not good that way, you know? Yeah, so having all these different events, but this one, I, I mean, you're going to have, <laughs> have they estimated, I mean, talking about the PD and the, the fire department, have have they estimated approximate crowd numbers that they might get? Not really, because we're, we're coming out of this pandemic. Right. Yeah. They're not really sure. And, but what, what they've told us to expect is for the entire parking lot, 
of the multiple stories of parking lots throughout the park to be full and for people to be walking in. Well, I guess it would be hard to estimate, but you, what do you think, maybe 12,000 or so people? Yeah, that's what they've kind of mentioned. You know, we might have more because people are wanting to get out now. Yes, people you know are what getting I mean? out. They're, I, I just got to get out <laughs> <laughs> and you know, get out there and, and enjoy it. But the kids want to get out of the house for real. So, But you're going to have the vendors covered, so they're going to have you know all kind of concessions, I guess, yes. people can do. They have the uh, snowball. Yes, there will <laughs> definitely it. be Pelican all around yeah and we're also gonna have like tons of other food vendors we have 13 total so besides like the snowballs there'll also be a frozen lemonade lady and she has smoothies other desserts we have are we have mini donut days coming and for food we actually have a really wide selection we have a taco truck coming we have um, Sherryland's concessions and catering that came before Veronica's cafe after seven flavor we have a chow fan, Cantrell's Grill, Nye Ties, Von Stuff Chicken, Persian Flame, a hot dog cart, so all sorts of food. Um, lots of different nationalities and things. Good. And hopefully they'll keep the lines shorter yeah. since we have multiple options. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, you know what the question is, while you were talking, I looked over and I saw this mountain of foam. Got to thinking, does that stain the clothes? No, it shouldn't. It should just wash right off. It's just like soap. Yeah. And that's what I was thinking. I mean, they wouldn't do it if they'd done it multiple years, but if it was, you know, toxic or anything, they wouldn't do it. (laughs) I mean, I'll be honest. I've already, you know, I'm a planner, so I'm already prepping and I'm like, okay, I need to bring like four gallons of water because I'm like, I don't want these soapy kids getting back in my car. I'm sure some kids will probably just dry up, but in case we need to leave before they're dry, I'm like, I need gallons of water and a change of clothes. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Plastic the back seat. Yes. We, the kids will also have a blast because we have eight um, eight inflatables coming. Okay. So a range of bouncy houses, slides, and obstacle courses. Okay. I think that's going to be a blast. Yeah. Well, I mean, you keep the kids busy. The parents will walk around and see the vendors and, and doing all that. So that's that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Now, you yeah. said you're going to have, uh, not having live music, we'd have a DJ. What are, what are they going to just spin records all day? Yeah, I think he is bringing his own playlist. He seems very confident and very in control. So we just are letting him go for it. All right. Well, that's going to be good. Now, as you go into triple creek is it in proximate location is it going to be in the back i mean where are you in the back so if you've ever been to triple creek park it's actually huge and there's football fields and soccer fields but if you just go straight up that main driveway it'll be all the way to the back because there's a big pavilion um, near one of the playgrounds and the pavilion will be open for people to sit and eat in the shade Mm -hmm. and then the parking lot kind of up into the left will be full of our first responders so we'll have plenty of presence on site and so it's just that kind of back area and parking will be throughout the whole park pd is going to handle that right let's go over the parking or the exiting because that's going to be key right there tell them about that yeah this is the most important part (laughs) you know everyone hates i know i've like not wanted to go to an event because i'm scared of getting out from parking so pd has it down they said last year only took 45 minutes to get the entire park emptied which is amazing so once they'll be filling up parking lots you'll just go in they'll fill the farthest ones first you know fill all the way up to the front or once the parking lots are full the gates will be shut essentially so you won't be able to come in. We don't want people driving around when all the parking lots are full because there'll be young kids walking around. We will have Freedom Church from Gallatin. They'll have their church vans and they'll be driving people from Municipal Park to okay. Triple Creek Park. It's a mile. Um, they can get people into the park. So if you end up at Municipal Park and you want to 
wait for a little shuttle bus, you totally can. And then at the end of the night, of course, when fireworks are going, no one's in or out. They want to re- reduce risks sure. of safety issues. Right. But once we are unloading, there's essentially are two lanes that lead out of the park. Normally one would be incoming and outcoming, but they'll both be only for outgoing. If you're in the left lane, you turn left. If you're in the right lane, you turn right. <laughs> there's no switching. It'll just make everything more efficient. So sure. if you're unfamiliar with the area, maybe just keep in mind when you pull in, do I want to turn left or right when I leave? <laughs> yeah, right. And stay in that lane. <laughs> because yeah. they have told me they are not letting people switch oh, lanes. <laughs> it, that, that would be a disaster. Trust me. I know it adds that. so much time. Yeah. We're talking with Jesse Natto now. She's uh, coordinating the Gallatin Fireworks uh, event on July 4th in Gallatin at Triple Creek Park. So it's going to be an incredible event. A lot of activity going on there. Uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. But listen, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. And we're back with more Sumner County Spotlight here with your host, Jeff Shannon. We're going to continue talking about fireworks and celebrating and having a great time. <laughs> and we got Jessie Nanto. She's going to be coordinating this whole soiree, if you will, out at Triple Creek Park on July 4th in Gallatin. And if you're going to be in that area, you know, if you've been there before, you're going to have a whole lot of fun. And I just know I want to make sure we got a good video crew when you jump into the foam pit there. <laughs> that's, going to be, that's going to be good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So we were talking, and I think, you know, people are maybe a little shy, maybe this time, uh, about going out in large groups and things. I'm sure you've you've coordinated with the PD and the fire department on, on a lot of this. Mm-hmm. So we will have Gallatin Police Department and Gallatin Fire Department and Sumner County EMS there. So they'll have a police presence throughout all the parking lots and the park. A whole, I think they call it Central Command, will yeah. be there. They'll have a coordinated line just for the park's use, just to keep everyone in line. So, you know, in one of our meetings, someone think Beeman pointed out that we don't want someone to say, oh, we have a kid that fell and broke his leg, but there's 12 different people reporting it in 12 different areas. So it's going to be very coordinated, very efficient. Mm-hmm. There'll be lots of medical attention on hand. There's also actually a back road that I didn't even know about that the brush truck will be able to get in and out of. So there's there'll be plenty of um, security and fire safety there. And so everyone will be nice yeah. and And safe. I think we have to plan a little differently uh, these days, you mm-hmm. know, as far as security goes. And, you know, with the, the police department, I mean, they're constantly going through training oh, yeah. on ev- events like this and, and knowing how to react. And, and uh, hopefully we won't have any of that kind of situation. But it, it is just good to know. And I think people can feel comfortable when they're going there. Definitely. The security is going to be provided. You know, your medical help is going to be spot on. It's going to be right there. They're going to have plenty of that. Now, you did say, because it's it, going to be pretty hot. Yes. So we're going to have, we need people hydrated. <laughs> yes. Besides all of the vendor options that will be available, and of course people can bring in their own, you know, food and drink or whatever they want to do. Freedom Church has also let me know, they actually called yesterday and okay. they let us know that they rented a generator and a giant mister. So I guess it oh. like does like the wet yeah. fan yeah, yeah. <laughs> to cool people down and they have a thousand water bottles to pass out. They've been really great and generous. That's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got to have the water. I mean, that's for sure. Definitely. Now, are they letting them bring alcohol in? I don't know how a Gallatin is. I know Hendersonville is pretty strict about that kind of thing. All right, we'll move on. <laughs> I knew I was going to throw you on that one. Huh? Well, I know that technically... 
they're not supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> so I think everybody should really feel secure. You want to bring water. I mean, for sure. You got to keep your yourself safe. I mean, we're going to have have water out there. You're going to have concessions and things like that. And we're going to try to keep them busy. But you got to watch out for those kiddos because they just go and go and go. Yes. And they don't you know, always for, realize how thirsty they are. Absolutely. And then they, you know, so we've got to we've got to definitely watch that. And parents have to be parents. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know that kind of thing. So we're going to have a lot of activities. And when the fireworks go off, a lot of people wondering, like, gosh, how many of those things are they firing off? Yeah. Did you get a number on that? Yeah. So we actually coordinated with the show. Okay. And there are going to be 1,160 shells shot off this year. Okay. So it's going to be well, a really keep fun. people busy. Yeah. It's going to be about 20 minutes solid of these giant fireworks. I think it's a real talent to, to watch these folks you know, fire those things off and, you know, got all that, that coordination thing going on. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And then yeah. even more fun for all of our volunteers to pick up all the shells afterwards. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Cleanup is always fun. Yes. Now, are you are you getting any volunteers from the, from the city or from the churches or anything well, of that Well, we've nature? been asking around, and actually it's been kind of hard to get volunteers. I think everyone wants to be with their family. So we're hoping to grow a larger team. So if any of you listening want to help clean up after the fireworks show, your community would love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is there a, a way for them to contact somebody? Should they call uh, Gallatin or? Yeah, you could either call Pelican Snowballs directly. They're the sponsor and they could give you my phone number. Or there is a Facebook page. It's called Gallatin 4th of July event. That, and you could yeah, definitely message there. there. Yeah, and check that out for real. That's going to be good. Another note for parents is there will be plenty of bathrooms. All the park bathrooms will be open. And I've taken my kids there before and they're pretty clean. And we also have a few porta potties that are going to be there. So there's lots of options for the kiddos okay and, that, and that's good so i did see that the miracle park uh, i guess is going to be open as well mm-hmm, yeah and are they going to be taking donations this year i'm sure they're not going to turn them down if somebody wanted yeah. to donate but yeah well we're actually coordinating that we want to have a couple of donation boxes out for there's two main charities we're looking at one of which is or nonprofits, i guess yeah one of which is miracle park we just have to have a couple more a little more paperwork and a few things done so sure. i want to speak out of turn right yeah no that's good again they, they do a great thing with that and it really helps out a lot of people so yeah. it's great and the fact that it's free to get in there's yes. no parking fee nope you come right in so you got extra money to spend on vendors and snowballs yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can make a donation to the uh, miracle park so then you'll feel good about yourself yes <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good well, it's going to keep people busy. Um, so the fireworks, I know they were talking about going off at dark. And 9 o'clock seems to be a, about the, the hit point, I would think. Yeah, I think you're right. So I think the sun, you know, sun sets so late in the summer. Yeah. So it will be a little bit later of a day. But there are plenty of things to keep people busy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think about 9 o'clock is what we're looking at. Just so that's dark enough that everything shows up. For those who maybe not going to want to brave going into the park and parking <laughs> and being around all the people, you just want to listen at home. Maybe you can see it from where you live. We, we don't know. I mean, they're pretty big. Yeah. And they're I big. mean, we we um, last year just parked in the neighborhood right by and just watched them. Yeah. So, yeah. But now, if you turn to WHIN, you're going to be able to hear the music that's synchronizing to the fireworks. Yes. I'm so grateful that you guys are doing that that's for us. That's going to be great. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's just a lot of fun to, to see that. And you can, I think, enjoy them a little yeah, bit better. Yeah, it's a fun now, touch. Here in Hendersonville, the Freedom Fest, we're right on the lake. Mm, so yeah. what a lot of people do is they pull their boats up in, you know, out there in Old Hickory, and they can see nice and clear out that's there. That's such seeing... a clever idea. Actually, my mom has a boat. Maybe that's how I'll watch your guys. 
guys a show. There, there you go. And you just float out there in the in the lake and probably a little cooler out there, I would think. Oh, uh, yeah, might yeah. want to pack a sweater. And just tune into 100.7. You're going to hear it. Deal. <laughs> good. So what other things should uh, people know about the event that's going to be going on and any tips that you can give them? Well, like I've said, the main events we have going on is the foam mountain from the fire department, the eight plus inflatables. We have eight for sure, possibly two others. We'll have all of the food truck vendors. We'll have the small business vendors. We'll have the music. All the parks will be open. And then, of course, the fireworks show. That's kind of the main things we have going on for that. Mm-hmm. And then as far as tips and tricks, I think that if it was me, the planner, <laughs> telling you mm-hmm. what to do, yeah. I would suggest bringing maybe some camping chairs or folding chairs if you don't want to sit on the grass or at least a blanket. Yeah. I'd bring plenty of sunscreen for the kiddos and yourself. I'd bring waters. I'd bring most, I mean, all the vendors will take card, but card or cash. Now you can't have tents, right? You can't pop up a no, tent. No, no tents. That, yeah. That obscures that the view. Yeah, yeah. That obscures the view for other yeah. people. So, and I'll just go in with the mindset of just having fun and that's a laid back day. And then to prepare yourself that it might take, you know, the full 45 minutes or so to get out of the parking lot, but it'll be worth it. All right. Now, when you said 45 minutes, so the, the fireworks show is itself it lasts how long about 20 minutes okay. they, or the, it should be time 20 minutes yeah okay well that's gonna be good yeah so they, they'll get their their fill of that mm-hmm. <laughs> i think in the past years everything went always really well but now they have you as the coordinator <laughs> it's it's got a rock oh that's sweet of you <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely been a lot of fun and i've been so grateful to everyone i mean like you said they've been doing this for years everyone kind of knows what's going on and they've just been so welcoming and kind and everyone's eager to help and yeah, it's been a great experience. Yeah. And, and the great thing that I see when we have events like this, it's so cool to see how all of our departments work together. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you, you've got so many different things that each one has to do from, from the parks department. I mean, whoa. I mean, you're in their park. so yes. And they know that inside out. So they, they really know how to get things coordinated in there. So it's great to have that kind of help planning this event. Yeah, the, the departments have all been great. And, you know, you can tell they're all friends. When I walk, I was intimidated walking into this big meeting with all these different people. But they're all laughing and joking and also sweet. And, and yeah, there's a lot of things I didn't even think about going into it because I've never done anything in a public park before. But we had to get, you know, we had to reserve the pavilion, which didn't occur to me because I'm thinking, of course we have the pavilion. Like, the city but no we had to reserve that and we had to get noise permits and we have to get permits to put signs up to advertise like i just didn't think of all the things and everyone's yeah. been so sweet just helping me get all my ducks in a row i guess well I th- and i think a lot of times the cities kind of ease their res- you know restrictions on certain things for events like this that help support the city so yeah it, and, that, and that's good i think it just it kind of relieves that and makes things run a little bit smoother yeah everyone wants it to succeed yeah so the one thing i have because you know how those fire department guys are have they pr- <laughs> have they pranked you yet <laughs> no yeah, well, um, if i they would have, say get that ready, uh, get ready. my fiance is usually the pranker there so i'm yeah, i'm a survived so far but i do know he might have pushed a, a couple of new boys <laughs> or men sorry into the foam mountain last year oh. <laughs> now we got to have video of that because we're we got to stream this stuff you know i know a blooper reel if you will so so what you, what's your boy's name chad lynn chad lynn <laughs> yes that the, Ch- the, oh <laughs> you said oh the infamous pranker <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I mean, you got to have that. You know, uh, back when I was with the police department, I mean, you're always ragging on each other. Oh, yeah. You know, and the PD's always ragging on the FD. And it's just, you know, it's just that back and forth thing that you get. And, I love it. It's just, a brotherhood. Yeah. It, I mean, it totally is, for real. Over well, Halloween, they had a couple of back and forths. And no. it's fun to watch oh, them tease each other. Oh, well, that would have been good. Oh, yeah. They're a blast. And everyone's <laughs> sweet. You know, they're I, something that we love about Gallatin is that it's really a family-oriented station. Mm-hmm. So I come by with my kids and, I mean, other wives and fiancés come by with their kids and everyone's so sweet. We, you know, it's it's a really welcoming environment and my kids, like, beg to go. They're so excited and then, you know, they have these, you know, 10 grown men willing to play basketball with them and it's very <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, you gotta have a good time, you know. We're talking about the fireworks event going on in Gallatin at Triple Creek Park on July 4th. You want to get there as early as you can to, to stake down your spot. Oh, yeah. Now, I would, there's, I have been out there for this kind of event recently so is there any shade i mean you got trees that people can bank well, under. yeah or? there's trees there's this big pavilion and then also like within the parks there's little pavilions so if okay. you wanted to spend some of your time up at the food trucks and everything you want and then having some time at the okay. park miracle park it's like within triple creek park they actually have a huge shaded portion of the playground so that the kids can play it's kind of more the toddler area mm-hmm. but it's completely shaded and it's so nice when the kids are hot and there's water fountains and there's like a little it's like a little city but it's like like a rubbery pavement so kids can ride their bikes and you know my kids roller skate so there's lots of options for staying cool and keeping the kids busy and so it's going to be another great event and you know i I just caution people to be patient because you know it gets hot people tend to get irritable faster yes so have a lot of patience when you're when you're trying to deal with a lot of folks you know it it could happen but we want everybody to have a good time yeah Uh, you know you don't want to you know get get gallatin on you you know what i mean everybody (laughs) wants to be happy and and they don't want to have to do that either so just come come and check with that behave yourself yes it's all about (laughs) attitude i mean it really should be a really smooth process pd has just been awesome they have a total plan but yeah, I think it's all about attitude. We're all there to celebrate. We're all there to have fun. Well, the reason people love Gallatin is that it's a friendly, small yep. town, and everyone kind of knows each other, and that's what we love about it. So it. I think if everyone comes with a good attitude, ready to party and have fun, it'll be a great time. That's great. Well, I appreciate you coming in. Thanks for having and, me. And, you know, helping us with this because uh, it's Jesse Nanto, the <laughs> Ninja Event Coordinator. <laughs> No, it was it was something. What was it? Oh, we. Uh, what they call you? The Jedi Master of Events. There you go. <laughs> that's your new title now. <laughs> I'll put that on my LinkedIn. You hey, you're going to be famous. You're going to go viral on that. There you go. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Thank you so much, uh, Jesse Nato, event coordinator for the Gallatin Fireworks uh, event celebration. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by. F&M Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, F&M Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.